politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Can I pay my rent? Can I pay my mortgage? Can I pay my student debt? An enormous, enormous economic stress being caused. This president, when faced with this very tough decision to put a pause on the hottest economy in modern history, said American lives matter most. The latest jobless figures are staggering, as are the number of people who have now died from the coronavirus. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and 20.5 million jobs were lost in April, leaving the unemployment rate at nearly 15 percent. As Virginia Senator Mark Warner noted, people are struggling. And White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany responded to the latest jobless report on Friday with a defense of President Trump. Meanwhile, the death toll keeps rising, going well past 75,000 in a week when COVID-19 came close to the president and vice president Mike Pence. There is a member of the vice president's team who is positive for coronavirus. We have put in place uh, the guidelines that our experts have put forward um, to keep this building safe, which means contact tracing, all of the recommended guidelines we have for businesses that have essential workers, we're now putting in place here in the White House. Um, So as America reopens safely, the White House is continuing to operate safely. The staff member who tested positive is Katie Miller, the vice president's press secretary, who is also the wife of Stephen Miller, a senior advisor to President Trump. Earlier in the week, the White House confirmed that a valet who works closely with the president tested positive. Despite the health risks here at the Capitol, the Senate returned into session. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Our nation is facing the most severe pandemic since 1918 and quite possibly the worst economic shock since the Great Depression. And we're facing them at the same time. This is an historic challenge. And the Senate is helping the country meet it. But many Democratic senators argue the Senate could be doing much more. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer has made clear his frustration with the fact that the Senate didn't immediately dive into work related to the next major legislation involving the pandemic. If we're going to be here in session with an elevated health risk, why doesn't Leader McConnell have us work on issues that are directly related to COVID-19? We could be using our time here to address a number of urgent priorities whether it's rescuing our ailing health system, increasing testing capacity, assisting small businesses, renters, and homeowners, providing vigorous oversight of legislation we've already passed would have been a better use of the Senate's time. The Senate has resumed hearings in spacious rooms with social distancing and lawmakers and witnesses often wearing masks. The first hearing related to the pandemic was held by the Senate Banking Committee. Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown questioned White House lawyer Brian Miller remotely. Miller is the president's nominee to be inspector general for the pandemic recovery, and Brown is concerned about his independence in the wake of President Trump's decision to recently replace Christy Grimm, a watchdog who had been at Health and Human Services and who reported on testing shortages. Can you tell this committee that it was wrong for the president of the United States to remove Ms. Grimm for doing her job? I'm always concerned that inspectors general remain independent from any influence, whether it be from the executive branch or the legislative branch. Another Senate committee plans to hear this coming week from a member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Dr. Anthony Fauci. The White House blocked a House committee from hearing from Fauci. And this was President Trump's explanation as to why, as he left the White House for a trip to Arizona. The House is a setup. The House is a bunch of Trump haters. 
they put every Trump hater on the committee, the same old stuff. Uh, they frankly want our situation to be unsuccessful, which means death. The House, unlike the Senate, is not back in session. The House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, says that needs to change. I believe Congress is essential. And just like essential workers in our communities, it's time that we get back to work. If you go to the other side of the House, the Senate is working. If you go two blocks away, you can get a tea or a latte, but the Democrats on this side of the House will not let us legislate. Starbucks is open, but the House is not. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she hopes the House returns soon, but lawmakers will continue to defer to the Capitol physician. And Democrats have big plans for the next piece of major legislation to help state and local governments. We've tried to do this as much as possible in a bipartisan way. Republican and Democratic governors and mayors across the country support what we're doing with the state and local honoring our heroes. These people risk their lives to save other people's lives and they may now lose their jobs. It's just not right. Democrats' plans are likely to cost close to a trillion dollars. Many Republicans, while willing to consider additional needs, say Congress can't keep spending at the rate it has. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy made that argument as he cited what's already been approved. Three trillion dollars. As best I can tell, that is how much money the United States Congress has appropriated let me amend that. That's how much taxpayer money Congress has appropriated to uh, fight the coronavirus. It's like a Labor Day mattress sale around here. The number of bills flying around. Someone wants to spend another $250 billion. Somebody else wants to spend $500 billion and give it to state and local government. Speaker Pelosi wants to spend a trillion dollars. Unlike previous pieces of legislation, this measure seems to have a long road ahead. And there's still a much longer road ahead related to the pandemic, as states slowly continue to reopen amid continuing concerns the coronavirus will keep spreading. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.